On this episode, Dwight and Adrian discuss AI in art. The use of AI or artificial intelligence has become a flashpoint of debate with its adopters and detractors alike. However, it's being used increasingly to produce art in various fields, from concept work to comic books. Will AI become the wave of the future? Or perhaps yet another tool furthering the impersonality of modern art? Time will tell. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to Sidebar Forever. Today we're going to talk about uh, something a little different, um, but not really different. It's in the pop uh, zeitgeist right now, what's happening inside of art and technology, uh, but it's well inside our, our wheelhouse. Wouldn't you think, Adrian? Uh, yeah, and when you brought up the topic, you know, as I want to do, you know, my arms were folded, my brow furrowed, and I was <laughs> like... Well, let, let me let me see let me see where 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 this is going, man. So so, what is the topic of today's show, man? Is AI actually art? Um, mm. There's been a lot of uh, things going on these days with um, verbalized pictures, as I like to call it, um, that is really really kind of stirring and very telling in terms of where we're headed and what we're capable of doing. Um, and I think you know it's it's definitely worth a conversation that you and I can have and chop it up on. Mm, I see. Well, you know, you had brought the point up, you know, as a um, possible topic. And mm -hmm. coincidentally, like about, I want to say maybe not even a, a week or two prior, you know, I had seen in, um, in uh, my comic shop, uh, they have a previews catalog, right? Where we order, okay. where they, where we as customers and then the store itself orders comic books for, you know, like two months ahead, right? So I saw right. listed in there, there was a, um, I forget the company, but there is a AI produced comic book coming out a couple of months from now. Um, wow. So it should be yeah. out in stores uh, by the end of the year. I think the catalog wow. is two months in advance. So we're looking at about December or so. And, okay. and, and the tagline for it was the world's first AI produced comic book. And wow. I remember seeing that, and uh, I was just like, again, like I said at the at the top here, arms crossed, brow furrowed. I'm just like, how how would that even how would that even work? You know what I'm saying? Right, and right, then right. you happen to bring this up, you know, as far as far as being a possible topic, and you know, um, I can sense your excitement actually, you know, right, in this right. particular advancement. So I figured right. it would be good to kind of talk about it because you're right. It is out there now in the news and especially in um, art circles and artist circles, art making mm -hmm. circles, you know, about the, um, uh, the possibilities, you know, both good mm -hmm. and bad as far as consequence for this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. well, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, sure. Me. Um, sure. To start... How did this um, come to your attention? And was there was there a certain article or anything like that that kind of brought this to the forefront for you where you kind of read it and said, hmm, okay, okay. Well, yeah, um, there are a couple things, really. There's an artist I follow on YouTube um, that um, first turned me on to it, and he was using it for texturing 
And basically texturing in, in, in layman's terms is when you take uh, an image, um, be it an actual texture of a rock, brick, or what have you, and or more complex texture like of a, of a, of a, of a, of a tire. And mm-hmm. you use that on a 3D model to give it its, its 3D, 3D uh, image in, in space without having to deal with the, the, the complex vexel, the complex um, pixel matrix. Mm-hmm. Because pixels take up a lot more, a lot more space, or or vertexes and, and geometry take up a lot more space, which makes things a lot harder to move and for in- engines to render render at a timely basis. So he was using it for that purpose, but he was also alluding to the fact that he used for other things. And that was about that was about uh, a year ago. Oh, maybe, wow, uh, maybe okay. about maybe about six months ago. Okay. Seems like it's longer, but I guess you know six months ago was almost. Um, December-ish, you know. So um, that's where I first learned about it. But what brought it further into the zeitgeist is the fact that there's a guy that um, put it into a contest um, in Denver and, and Colorado State Fair and, and, and won like a blue a blue ribbon prize for it. Mm. And uh, yeah, so um, that really made it um, much more, um, I guess, palpable for a lot more It's on taking over. And the guy's attitude is one that uh, I'm just going to read briefly what he says. Um, he says, um, it shouldn't be an indictment of technology itself. He said, the ethics isn't the technology. It's the people. He urged artists to overcome their objections to AI, even if only as a coping strategy. This isn't going to stop. Mr. Allen said, art is dead, dude. It's over. AI won. Humans lost. But hmm. of course, you know, you know. Go ahead, see what you're gonna say about that, and I'll tell you what I'm gonna say about that. Uh, well, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna say about that. I think humanity, <laughs> humanity is gonna keep poking the bear until we get Skynet, yo. <laughs> it's like that, that, that last sentence talking about <laughs> AI one and humanity lost. Uh, right, right. That's that. If 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 Skynet had a logo above their door like McDonald's, right. that's what it would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, but exactly right. But at the same time, I I get what he's saying, because there are many advancements, you know, um, in a current artist space, you know, Mm -hmm. both commercially and for, you know, um, pros and programs alike, if you will, that Mm -hmm. are used every day. You know, Um, five years ago or more. You know, Cintiqs were really, really starting to come to the fore. And there was this whole huge debate about Cintiq versus analog, whereas now it's like overwhelmingly digital and nobody makes a big deal out of it anymore. You know, it's almost like if if you do use analog, it's almost just a personal choice or artistic choice, whereas digital Mm -hmm. is the preferred, you know, method to, you know, render and deliver, you know, art now. Mm -hmm. So... Obviously, AI it is how the person, how the human behind it uses it. However, AI, artificial intelligence, would insinuate, if you will, oh, well, it might have a mind of its own. You, you tell it what to do, but it's still going to kind of, you know, uh, find some way to render it, you know, perfectly, but perhaps almost too perfect. Like, where's the human stain in the thing? You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, even the great Mm -hmm. works of art, if you will, throughout the ages, still have that human stain, if you will, 
you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, you know, works that we think are just so perfect, they still were made by a human. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you were to examine or whatnot, the proportions might be off or something within that work to show you that, hey, as wonderful and as beautiful as this piece of art is, there's still signs here and there that was made by a human, you know, mm-hmm. whereas with mm-hmm. AI, I can see people and myself being one of them saying, hmm, do, I wonder if AI would render it like too perfect or if it would get to a point to where it might just be like, you know, just kind of vanilla, if you will, like you kind of get us yeah. start to see a similar result, you know what I mean? And that, that is the greatest fear, I think, at this point. Like, um, it reminds me of a song by, by Pink Floyd, Welcome to the Machine, mm-hmm. you know, wherein um, the machines are, 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 are eventually going to take over. And, 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 the, and the greatest dystopian fear is that, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality of the situation is this for me, man. It's like, it's, it's the hand that, that guides the wheel. And as there, 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 are, there are very telltale signs, and I call them ligature marks, in this technology that you can tell because it's being used over and over and over again, mm-hmm. that is still not, it's still not what, what human beings are capable of doing. It, it does a great job from a distance. We get in there and start examining what it's doing. There are, there are telltale signs that it's just, it's, it's only, it's only assimilating what the knowledge is that we know and gathering the information that we know to a great deal of perfection. There's some, which I mean, I, I produce some images I'm going to use for my own personal work, but I'm, but it's basically the foundation for the work. It's not the final piece that, mm-hmm that is like super, super close. What's funny though, Adrian, is it's the same thing that plagued us as, as our students, the same thing that plagues it, plague, plagues, the, plagues the machine. And that's hands and feet, hands and feet, hands mm. and feet. It doesn't, it, you know, it, it still does those wrong. 99% of the time, it's like, it's a great deal of torture for it to be able to get that, that right angle or, or something's like off, off-putting and kind of kind of straggled the wrong way. The, 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 um, the index finger is like going off into a different direction than it should be going for actually human being that were doing it. They recognize that. Mm-hmm. The eyes are a little, cat, a little catacornered, you know, a little, a little crazy looking sometimes, depending how it spits it out so rapidly. But you can correct those things, you know. And I think what's going to happen is, is that as we get closer and closer to using this as a tool, because it's going to be used, it's going to be adopted, it's going to be mass adoption soon. But the thing is, though, it's going to take a very specific technician to be able to pull off that extra mile that, that needs to be done. You know, so I think that's where we can see some some sense of um, of um, of comfort. Hmm. Now that's interesting that the um, vernacular that you use there in terms of saying a technician, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because these uh you know um ai notwithstanding in the various programs that you can find under ai you know for mm-hmm. you know artistic purposes just mm-hmm. um i know a lot of these like you know um uh, modeling engine programs and so forth they, they can be quite mm-hmm. complicated for the neophyte if you will and i can see how yeah. it would be kind of daunting to where yes you would have to be kind of part artist and part technician to figure you know um this stuff out but but yeah. the one question I do have, D, is just in mm-hmm. terms of it becoming commonplace. When you when you say when you mention it like that, um, you had also brought up a point, you know, off mic, just saying that mm-hmm. it's possible that within uh, a few years, you know, this may actually have the potential to put, you know, um, 
to really change the industry and put some artists out of work. You know, uh, it kind of elaborate on that. What 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 you kind of foresee, or you know, what what do you think that's going to make that a possibility? Yeah, uh, well, I'll say that I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But but I think what I wanted to to, to this guy's point, I wanted to draw drill home was that you know um, we didn't lose and we're not losing um, the overall creation of the art ability. What we're losing, if you're not careful, is the ability to control and and direct like an art director would in this narrative direction where you wanted to go. Because this machine owner, this thing, machine does unique images. So what it does, it does like a series of images and it does uh, four up images of a particular idea you may want to use. You, you can focus on, some of them you can focus on, like one image in particular you want to drill down on. Mm-hmm. But each time, like a snowflake, it's different, right? So, mm-hmm. and it doesn't exactly do exactly what you wanted to do. I mean, it, it gives you a facsimile of what you're trying to prove, what you're trying to pull off. But the rest of you, the rest of it is up to you. So in other words, as a narrative artist, which I consider myself to be, I'm sure you probably do, is, you know, we need things sequential. You know, we need things to go from from panel A to panel B to panel C. And this thing can't do that without a great deal of effort. So the time you spend in, in duplicating, making these these images happen, you could have drawn it yourself if you have a certain skill set in place to, to make it, to, to carry it over. Mm-hmm. Um, and just using this as, as a point of reference uh, to, to, to make things better. But in terms of prognosticating and and uh, saying what's going to happen inside the next, I don't even see years happening, bro. Honestly, I see it maybe about. Um, I see mass adoption by the end of the year, hmm. um, and I see like, but I don't see it taking people's jobs though. That's the thing, because you're looking at it won't replace like marquee talent, man. People that you can rely on and do the work consistently and been doing it for years. You know, it still takes a person, it takes a verbalizer. It takes a person that's capable of, of going in there and making something um, uh, more more a- appropriate for that particular project. Mm-hmm. Like anybody could take, you could take a, a Henry Oswald Tanner and, um, and um, I don't know, uh, Jeffrey Jones put them together and say, now give me an image based on these two guys, right? That's mm-hmm. fine. What are, you, what are you gonna do with it? How's that work inside your, how's that, how's that work inside your marketing campaign? Where do you where do you see this going from there? Is that just going to be that? Is it going to be the, the marketing image, or is that going to be the image you're using for the overall um, game engine or for the comic book, as, as it were? So it's not going to replace it's not going to replace the, the marquee talent. Where it's making where it's going to make it harder, it's going to make it harder for um, the the fledglings, the ones that are trying to get in and make an impact uh, inside of your quote unquote um, generalized Marvel comics and or DC comics if they're using it for that at all, or for um, animated things. It's gonna give. It's gonna enable the writers to stop um, guessing in terms of what they want, and give uh, artists a chance to say, "Okay, this is the basis of what you want. Let me, let me, let me embellish this." So it's still gonna be illustration, but it's gonna be. We're gonna be. There's gonna be embellishers, not just purely starting from from the ground up. You know what I mean? That's my that's my feeling on it. So you still have need for qualified uh, hands to execute, but. You know, what we're seeing right now is, oh, this is so great. Oh, this is so great. Oh, this is so great. But the more they produce, the more it looks the same. I'm, I'm, and there are variations in the engine. And, but you can see it. There, there, are, there are small defects. Mm-hmm. Depending on, and depending on what you put in there, um, it gives you more or less the same kind of, more or less the same kind of um, um, idiosyncrasies, if you will. Mm, I see. I see. You know, and it's similar, you know, and that puts me to the mind of um, there is a uh, program that came to prominence 
uh, within art circles, I want to say within the last decade called Poser, you know? Yeah. And that's the type of thing to where you can tell when somebody is using Poser and tracing Mm -hmm. their figure based off of how they've, you know, manipulated that particular Mm -hmm. uh, mannequin and printed Mm -hmm. it out or whatever, you know, however they got it to, you know, translate, you know, to the um, paper. And there is that telltale sign. And I find that perhaps AI may have that same thing based on what you're insinuating. You know, Mm -hmm. you could tell that somebody may have used, you know, AI to um, at least as a stepping stone to this final result, you know. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and another thing I wanted to ask too, D, um, Mm -hmm. you had mentioned like, you know, um, there were like different engines as far as like AI. Um, to, to your knowledge, you know, how, how many different engines are available now as far as like for people to get and to start using AI themselves? Um, my last count, and I could be wrong, is either five to six different kinds of engines. Okay. The, mo- the most popular ones are, are um, uh, Midjourney, which mm-hmm. is the most popular. Everybody uses Midjourney for the most part. But you have to be in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a collective to use Midjourney. Um, and but then also same thing with like stable diffusion and disco diffusion those are two other ones mm-hmm. and then of course the grandfather of them all seems to be dolly uh-huh. and um um but then there's uh um other other ais which one, one ai that precedes that i forget the name of it right now but yeah there's lots of opportunities out there to be utilizing it i use a, i use one call I'm, I'm gonna tell you straight up i use one called wombo dream wombo and wombo dream and wombo dream is awesome because it it it, it doesn't give me exact it gives me well. It gives me an idea of where to start with, mm. with the words that with the words I put in, but I'm not putting in basic words either, Adrian. You know me. I'm not. I'm, a, I'm kind of a verbose kind of guy. Sure. So I'm, I'm, looking, I'm not looking for a dog with a chicken with a gun. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> doing, I'm not looking for you know. Uh, I'm not looking for Star Wars versus Battlestar Galactica on on the beaches of San, of San Juan. That you know, would I'm be dope, I, though. Yeah, but... no, it could. It could. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing that. So I mean, I I'm. I'm a bit of a wordsmith, so I, I, I have a tendency to put my own my own vocabulary, my own words into it to get the images that I want, I want to get out of it. Now, arguably, maybe somebody else will put something close to what I put in there, keep the same result, but that's the beauty of this thing, wherein what you put in changes depending on what the, what, what, what the randomizers do. Essentially, there's some, some technology behind the scenes called GANs, and mm-hmm. it seems to, it, it gathers through an algorithmic situation all the various... Um, like various artists that are, are influences out there that may, may be, may be, um, may be utilized. Now, what I don't like about this machine, which I could see how people could say be plagiarizing, but I don't think it's plagiarism because it's not directly, it's not a direct one-to-one result, is I don't mm. like the idea of putting artist names into it. Like, I'm not going to say I'm going to put a Michael Whalen in there and put a John Byrne in there and then put a, um, uh, some other artist in there and give a, and give a facsimile of that because it will try to do that. It will, mm. it will take those combinations and make this weird, strange amalgam that um, sometimes can be pleasing for some, and for others, it's like, you know, okay, this is not really, it's not really workable. Can I, can I um, ask for a bit of clarification as far mm-hmm. as, you, you had mentioned this a, a few times in the conversation thus far, and um, even off mic, as far mm-hmm. as like entering, you know, uh, words and names into the program, into these mm-hmm. AI programs, to, mm-hmm. you know, begin to produce, you know, a result or whatnot. Uh, elaborate on that. Like, 
is it is it the thing of like you whatever words or names or whatever you put in there is it actually searching through the digital realm if you will and exactly trying to doing. collate everything to build this result for you that's exactly what it's doing what it okay. does it it takes it takes you, you put in gustav klimt you put in michael mm. whalen you put in john byrne you put in stephen rood whatever whatever you whatever you want to do and there you say i want i want to i want a painting based on this in the Swiss Alps with a soldier with uh, uh, a Tommy gun, or whatever the case may be. So, this, so let me get this show off the top of my head, so I apologize, folks. Sure. But yeah, you do, do something like that, and then you, you, can, you can get a basic image based on that idea, and may or may not have those elements in that you're looking for, but you can, then you can go and you, you can curtail it and start drilling down more into it and drilling down more into it and drilling down more into it. Now, the engine I use doesn't do all that. Okay. The engine I, the engine I use is, 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 is simple, and it uses words, I mean, it may do it. I haven't tried it, and I, I'm not really. I think as, I, I, as an artist, I feel I feel a little bit on the a little bit on the on the reticent end to use other artists, even though I use them visually as cues and as, as point of, points of interest for establishing my own work. Mm-hmm. I feel hesitant to put, put to put your name in, or like like you're like you're like you're like I'm taking a drop of your blood and and, and just splashing it into the into the ethosphere and, and saying, hey, you know, give me this. Like I want it like him. You know, mm-hmm. like what? There's enough hymns already. This is what he does. You know, and as try as you might to do that, you know, you're not going to be able to get, you know, him, you know, and be and it goes to individuation, too. Right. Like you want as an artist, you want to be individual. And the more you you take resources and combine those resources, unarguably, some of our favorites, are, all, all artists take from somewhere, you all learn from somebody and learn from something. You know, there's no there's no art. There's no there's no there's no building an artist without having multiple points of, of, of infusion for different artists, right? But this mm-hmm. this thing is literal. Like this machine is literal. Like it said if you say I want if you say I want to take um Adrian Johnson and uh Ian McCaig and put it together, it's gonna to try to find an Adrian Johnson Ian McCaig images to put together. Hmm. You know? And um, you know, I, I think that's where the people there are, are poo pooing are are concerned about that that point of plagiarism. Um and Yes, arguably that's 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 a, that's a salient uh, uh, point of conversation, but I think it falls uh, um, by its own merit because it's not really a thing which um, you can say is truly being done with a great deal of efficacy. Hmm. Well, let let me let me ask you this um, because just listening to you now and getting the clarification on you know putting terms and words into these programs and mm-hmm. kind of coming back with the result, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of puts me in the mind of what you had mentioned earlier as far as like changing the industry or or perhaps, you know, um, having another tool for uh, certain types of artists to use to start mm-hmm. to get to a result. Like, for example, uh, based on what you said, I could see something like this being used for, like, you know, previs, if you will. Yeah. You know, something to, like, kit bash things together. Totally. And start to f- come up with a, a preliminary result mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. you could take that preliminary and then just say, okay, hmm, kind of based on that, it jump starts your imagination so you can produce it in your style. You exactly. Know. Exactly. Okay. That's what's happening, man. Um, I see a lot of like, like um, even traditional painters, the quote unquote wet media and dry mm-hmm. media painters. They take it as a, as a, as a jump off point. They take it and they use it. You use it as, a, as another composition that says, okay, 
I've done a color study now. I have that as a color study. I see the lines and where they're going. I can either follow those lines or I, or I can vary those lines based on what it's, what it's, what it's put forth. And I can add yeah. my, 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 my spunk to it, you know? And um, yeah, I mean, I still think it's very much a, a great tool for, for production. Like it doesn't have to be this, this be in, in the all world event type situation for artists. If you're, if you're sullen in your ways, I mean, this is no respect, dis- no disrespect. If you're, sure. selling your, if you're selling your ways and don't choose to adopt technology, technology will adopt you. And it will, it will, it will, it will, it will, it will, it will push beyond what your, what your preconceptions are and move into where it's going to be because what technology does, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you can't, you can't put a genie back in the bottle, man. It's, it's, it's out and people are using it. Now, what are you going to do? Are you going to be a stagnant illustrator with just doing one image for the, the cover of a book? Are you going to, and that's great. Like I said, there's, there's room for that. And, you know, I, I, I get it. Or are you going to be a narrative-driven artist, which does more than one image, which relates to a series of images, relates to doing a book, which may be a thing which you can say, you know, um, is more exemplary of what your ideas were, you know? Mm. So... You know, you know, a, a fear, a fear, D, that I can see coming, coming to pass for mm-hmm. uh, quite a few people with this is, you know, there, there's the there's the fear that, you know, as much as it is a tool and that it helps to facilitate artists uh, come to a result quicker. Um, I believe per- perhaps the fear is, is that on the business side, you know, companies you know, who produce, you know, artwork and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of um, 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 deal in, you know, the production of this type of stuff may come Mm -hmm. to also see it as a tool. And if they see like, hey, it's the same thing with drawing digital, you know, Mm -hmm. um, they've, you know, seen artists produce, you know, work for them much, much more quickly. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, hmm, we almost want to go ahead. And some have even said, that's how we want our artwork done. No more pen to paper. You have to turn it in digitally and produce it digitally. And we know based on that, we're now going to adjust the deadlines accordingly since mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. work faster. Mm-hmm. Um, such as this, perhaps, maybe with this um, AI trend as well. They're like, mm-hmm. hmm, well, if you can you know, pre-visualize this stuff or even get something to a result, even quicker mm-hmm. utilizing this tool as well, you know, the danger might be that it may turn into like, uh, you know, some type of fast food, if you will. I mean, McDonald's is not good for you, but in a pinch, sure. Right, you know, right, right, you right. Get you a burger, break, get you some fries or whatever, it, you know, and it, you're on your it. way. Exactly. And so, but but it's it's the thing of like you know it's not good for you, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that AI is not good for art making. You know I you know right. I'll reserve judgment right. on that until it comes right. to pass. But right. just in terms of I can see people kind of you know having that be a genuine concern of like mm-hmm. wow you know this really could be um, uh, deleterious if you will as far as like you know mass production. You know, mm-hmm. where stuff is being pumped out so much more quicker and you're, you're kind of leaving or losing some of that, um, 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 not just the human element, but it's for being produced so quickly that it just becomes like um, perhaps a 
somewhat lifeless product, if you will, or something like that. You, you, you kind of know. No, you're right. Yeah. I do, I do, I agree with you 100. I think it's a thing wherein, um, you know, you know, one of the things I liked about the article that I was reading about that the guy in, in Colorado was that he was saying, you know, you you can't like you shouldn't, you know, the concern is, is a real one, um, but you shouldn't be too. You should like you shouldn't fault the machine for putting people out of business. You have to you have to examine those business practices which are best for for your for your company and for and for your people now. You may, I mean, you may find out, see if you have a company of 10 people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 you know, and that's, that's very, very, very lean. Or a company of 50 people. Um, you're going to find that um, you, you probably get more productivity out of these people by, by putting these tools in front of them, allow them to, to do more work, which is more exceeding, exceeding your goals. Because what happens in these situations is, is more than likely what rules a day is not the quality of the art. It's the damn deadline. Mm-hmm. Right, the the deadline rules the quality of art. So it's like you know I would have done would have done this, but I ran out of time. Well, now yeah. time time could be more on your side. And like I said, there's still there's still a need for finishing on these things. There's things to curtail it. There's need to cur- use to curtail your particular project to make sure that it's going to be mostly mostly you. You know, mostly that particular type of style that that design. So you're not going to be able to get this thing out of the machine, and and say okay, this is what you know. It's right now from right what I can tell. There are there are practices in play that people different kinds of artists are using in the 3D realm, and in comics, that makes you think that it's on the on the binge on the on the, on the edge of doing that, but one off images are not the, the the trade the crop the trade of what what comics are made of. One off images are for illustrators that do marketing and do you know do book covers and do you know grand images and things like that which i love that stuff that's we grew up on that stuff you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. you know i'm not i'm not poo-pooing that at all but there's going to be a sameness it's going to be like you said use your 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 burger king to use your 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 burger joint uh, analogy there's going to be a sameness to those those images where it's going to become less and less interesting it's going to be it's going to become less it's going to become desensitized to it and it's going to it's going to be it's going to be a um uh, um, a malaise, if you will, that builds up a period of time because you're, you're so used to seeing good images. But it's like, okay, you can question now: was that drawn by the person? Or was it done by an AI? You know, and that's the sad part of it. We, we've lost that control to where, and yeah, it, the question for the layman is going to be: well, I, that's just you can just put that in, in to, put that in, 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 in Mid Journey and get a good image. I don't need I don't need you guys for that. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, there's some truth to that, but at the same time, it's like you know. There is a skill set which you'll have to learn to develop because if that I'll have to see that you develop because I'm like I said I'm looking like my teacher said I'm looking for hands and feet hands and feet I'm looking for those and that that tells me and the, and, the, and the crazy quirky eye you know and there's still and there's still some there's still some 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 compositional and some three D perspective issues that that there are, there are issues as well like Noah mm. Bradley you know Noah Bradley uh, the famous Noah Bradley um, yeah. him and his wife him and his wife use it. And Noah is, and his wife are astutely said that what they could tell is that there's a lot of noise that makes up for the image. Like if you go, if you zoom into these images, mm-hmm. unlike it's it's really a lot of particulated noise, pixelated noise. It's not the it's not the the the, the rendered image that you may think that it is, like when a, when a human being does it, you know. So that's so that's a telltale sign as well. So hmm, that's interesting. You know, it kind of puts me in the mind of. Um I just thought about it. It kind of puts me in the mind of like uh, Frank Zappa, uh, the famous mm-hmm. musician, the late mm-hmm. Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. And 
he's renowned for like his guitar solos, you know, okay. uh, just playing the guitar. And the way right. he described it was, was like when he's playing the guitar and he does a solo, he calls them almost air sculptures, if you will. Okay. Like okay. he's trying to craft something just out of thin air, you right. know what I'm saying, right. as like he's that. doing it on the fly. I and like that. that's that's kind of the view that I have of this, you know, mm -hmm. based on your description there, you know, once you zoom in on, you know, the results of, you know, the AI as mm -hmm. it, you know, comes up mm -hmm. and that you can almost, vi I visualize it as like the program has kind of come up with all of these bits of images because mm -hmm. the information itself is binary. It's mm -hmm. zeros and ones. Mm -hmm. And so it's just collating everything and it's trying to make sense out of all of it. <laughs> so of course when you so of course when you zoom in on it, it almost yeah. looks like, you know, like um to me, like that that old you know, on old school uh televisions, that television mm -hmm. noise, that static, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. see it being like that. And yeah. out of like it used to be too there was a rumor that if you looked into that white noise, sometimes mm -hmm. you could see an image. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. That's kind of what, based on your description, what I kind of, you know, visualized in my head with the AI. Like it's taking no, all right. of that white noise and static from these digital images that it's trying to collate and it's coming mm -hmm. up with this result. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. I mean, you're right. It's it's, it's very much the zeros and ones, zero one zeros and ones in the matrix show. Like yeah. your, your eyes are open and you can you can see exactly what's inside of it. And it, it takes like once the sheen of this machine runs off, you know, wears off, which you know, it, it constantly improves. I mean, it's it's improving incrementally like, in crazy amounts, man. I mm. mean, insane amounts of improvement. But I think one of the, one of the dangers of it, and this is one of the things I don't like about these machines, the the the, the um. It's the, the the collective of the machine when it comes to programs like Mid Journey and and Diffusion and and Stable Diffusion and and Disco Diffusion is 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 there seems to be like this there's a, there's a collective mindset oh we want to as a community we want to get together I get it I support the communities I, I totally do but what they do is your seed phrasing which basically is the words you use to build that image it all goes into a collective literally a collective consciousness right mm. so whatever you whatever you chose to build your image is now be can now be utilized as somebody else using that image you know dwighty don't like you that you know dwight don't like that because and that you're losing and that interpolation of of your ideas inside of words you're now you're losing you're now you're losing your individuality because proprietary. now proprietary proprietary because the stuff i'm putting in my image in my image maker is stuff literally from my from my from my prose from my story. Mm. I don't want anybody knowing my story just yet. Mm. So uh, the so the story needs to be kept under the wraps, right? So I'm not putting so I'm not on those on those those guys with doing that. I'm a, I'm gonna like I said, dream allows me to 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 have just enough um, solidarity, just enough proprietary control to where I'm not sharing with everybody else what my seed phrases are. It's only just for me. These other ones require hmm. that you put uh, join join the, the bandwagon inside of um, a, a, a collective. So hmm. now now that's interesting because that also puts me in the mind of like you know three D printing and mm -hmm. you know how like three D printing 
you know, there are forums and collectives for that mm -hmm. to where right. somebody might come up with a certain um, um, build or whatnot, and right. then they share it to the collective and say, hey, right. if you want to build, if you want to 3D print um, this certain type of plane or this certain right. robotic Tire. arm, whatever, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Whatever right. the item is, here's, here's my build for it. And mm -hmm. then they can just, you know, download that and use that, you know, to have to do their own, you know, or right. modify it. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So, so, so based on what you're saying, though, if you were to join one of these collectives and actually um, put in your terms, your, your search terms, mm -hmm. you know, and come up with the result, mm -hmm. is it almost like like a cloud, if you will? Like, it is. Whatever you search for now is in that cloud and somebody could be searching through that and say, Hmm, that, that, and that. Hmm. Right. I, right. I, I think I might add this to it and see what I get. You right. know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Chris Chris Frost, Gustav Klimt, and 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 any of the artists you want to put in there, you put it in there and and you put the necessary barriers. Like there's, there's little there's little seed phrases, there's little there's little um um uh parenthetical structures, if you will, that, that allows you to get an image close to it. But like I said, the beauty of this machine is it doesn't do, th doesn't, doesn't do two, two things the same way twice. Mm. So no matter, if you do try to emulate what I do, you still won't get the same thing. So it's, it's still, if you put the same phrase in it, you're still going to get something that's different. So that's the beauty of it. So I, there's, there's, there's no duplication, not exactly. But there is a stylization that, that's, that's an issue, wherein it becomes a thing wherein if everybody's doing, thing, doing stuff like Michael, Michelangelo, it becomes oh. evident that everybody's trying to use Michelangelo as a prompt. You know? Hmm. And it's, it's, there's, there's a term now that people are, are developing called prompt crafting, wherein, hmm. let, me show you, let me show you how I did this. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I don't really want to do that. You know, I don't, I, I don't want to get down so much to a science to where I'm losing the, 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 the eccentricities and the, 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 the sheen on it, like, which allows me to say, okay, I'm going to take this with this now and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to develop my illustration further around it. You mm -hmm. know, it's just a thumbnail essentially for me, you know, and the thumbnail that I can use to, to put on things on top of mm -hmm. or around or take elements from and, and, and kit bash it, like you said earlier for three D models. Got you, got you, mm -hmm. got you. Well, well, one one last question for you, then, man. Mm -hmm. Do you um, do you foresee in the very near future to where, like I had mentioned near the top of the show, that you know there is a um, an AI, the world's first AI produced um, comic book coming out very mm -hmm. soon mm -hmm. in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. So obviously, there are people looking at this and trying to use it to produce finished work. To mm -hmm. sell to market, you mm -hmm. know, and in this age of like, you know, NFTs and, mm -hmm. you know, things being one of one and, mm -hmm. you know, um, um, other things of that nature, you know, it seems like something like this um, AI to produce these certain results would be, you know, kind of uh, ready made for that, especially like you're saying, you know, with AI, regardless if you put the same terms in over and over again, you'll still get a different result every yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that, that's true. And, uh, but here's the thing, though. I, I, the person that says they're making the world's first first uh, AI comic book, I challenge them to that because I, I've, I've already seen people online do it. They, it may not be published, but they have a physical comic book in their hand that could, they could sell. 
So whether this is a, to the market first, and, they, and because the first person to the market gets to claim the, the can claim the laurels, that may be the thing we're looking at here. Because I've seen several people already online, some people on YouTube that I follow have already did it already. They already made comics from using using uh, the, the 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 AI. So I don't know if that's just a marketing gimmick or whatever. You know, number one giant size annual idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but you know, but I don't I don't think that's the case. But no, man. Um, yeah. Um, the sky's the limit, man. Honestly, um, you know, I don't know. I, I think, um, I think that it's just a thing wherein you can either be part of the problem or part of the solution. Um, get, you know, like I said, this is not going to change anything. Um, let me see. Um, it's just a thing wherein you, you have to, you have to embrace it. Um, and you know, um, I guess um, uh, my my last thing I want to say about it is is um, I think the real argument is one of uh, competition is it, is a competition or is it too much content? Because what's gonna happen now, man, is you're gonna have your 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 bare your your, your barely functioning studios or the ones that are like one on one one off one of one studios. Uh, people that are now on the same playing field as your as your masters, you know, the ones that are capable of doing things like in the traditional way, you know. And mm. are you going to be able to? Are you going to be able to say? Um, are you going to be able to to uh, do? Um, are you able to? It's going to be space on the shelves for all these people, you know. Like, I mean, if you have me going next to um, a Marvel comic, which is not going to happen because that's, that's that's basically a comic shop. Um, ideal wherein you go in a comic shop but now you don't need comic shops not not entirely but you do what you don't you know what i mean there's, mm-hmm. there's a community there there's a trust level built there there's there's curation there but inside that curation there's also um you put some up front that you may like and some which you don't like or, or to the side and to the back you know as you know as, as a former comic shop employee you, you had your picks and had your favorites and those picks and favorites were the ones that you would you would you would be push through and some people, like like the like the aforementioned wizard of the '90s, you know they 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 play favorites, and they wouldn't mm-hmm. put certain people's books out there because they didn't like them or like what they were doing as far as art goes. Well, now the playing field's level. Now is a democratization is more than ever. And in terms of what you're saying, in terms of dealing with um, uh, NFTs, <laughs> the same program that I'm using has an NFT button that you make. A, you push the NFT button, allows you to make, turn into an NFT. So yeah, oh NFTs are very, are very real. Yeah, yeah, the NFTs are a very real thing. The thing is about NFTs for me is I respect them. I like them. I think it's a way that artists can to, to, to develop their 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 fan base and make money and all that good stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, let's concentrate more on narrative resolve. Let's concentrate more on on developing something that has some real real substance to it not just style style is cheap substance is not you know substance is 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 gravitas style is like is 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 fashion in fact you know i don't want to be able to follow, follow styles i want to follow substance concludes this episode of Sidebar Forever, hosted by Dwight Clark, Swain Hunt, and Adrian Johnson. You can find us online at sidebarforever.com. 
any emails or questions can be directed to us at sidebarforever at gmail.com. And also, subscribe to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram.